How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, July the 13th. Hey, folks, hope you're having a wonderful day, and let's talk about some video games. Uh, the first thing I would like to touch on is Final Fantasy XIV. And not for any particular news story, but mostly just because the game is popping off right now, and has been for the last couple of weeks. In fact, the game is getting so popular that Square Enix has had to basically limit the amount of people that are buying into the game. People who are trying to buy the game digitally are getting put on wait lists. Existing customers who are making new characters were also kind of limited in some ways. And that's just because there's a rush of new people and they need their servers to stay alive. And just for context, Square Enix says that they have more than 22 million accounts registered with the game. Now, why is the game doing so well? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One of them is that a lot of streamers have been playing the game recently. Specifically, World of Warcraft streamers who are kind of jumping ship. In part because the most recent World of Warcraft expansion did not do so well. It was called Shadowlands, and people were not super happy with it. It seems like Final Fantasy is highly well regarded. It's definitely in the collective consciousness right now. And you can actually play the game for free. Uh, its demo goes up until the first expansion, which is like hundreds of hours of content. And then you have to buy the other expansions, so... A lot of people love the story. A lot of people loved the most recent expansion, Endwalker. Anyway, just thought I'd throw it out there. FIFA 22 has gotten its first trailer, and they detailed some of the game. So it's going to be releasing on October 1st on both last and current gen consoles. And there's going to be two editions of the game, Standard and Ultimate. If you buy the Standard Edition on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, you will not get a free upgrade to the next gen. You will only get the next-gen version if you buy the Ultimate Edition of the game, which is about $100 American. And this is different than last year, when they did FIFA 21. That was a free upgrade, this year it's not a free upgrade. Now, the headline feature of the game this year is what they are calling Hypermotion Technology, which is essentially machine learning to create player animations. So when you're running towards the ball, they use these algorithms to literally write new animations in real time, not necessarily pre-rendered, just to make the game look more realistic. Of course, there are always buzzwords for games like this, but if they're able to pull it off, I'm sure it's going to look really nice. However, it's also important to note that Hypermotion is only going to be available on next-gen consoles and Google Stadia. If you're playing on last-gen consoles or anywhere else on PC, then it doesn't have Hypermotion. Now, the fact that it's not on PC has made quite a few people disappointed, because theoretically it should be able to handle it if a next-gen console can. But they have done that before, so it is what it is. That's FIFA 22, bound to be one of the most popular games of the year, as always. Okay, I think this is a super interesting story. So, you may have heard of the series Judgment, which was a spin-off to the Yakuza series. And so far, there's just been one game called Judgment, came out in 2019. And then the next game, Lost Judgment, is coming uh, this September. But as it turns out, it might be the last game in this series, kind of out of the hands of most people involved. Because Judgment has a big-name star. His name is Takuya Kimura, huge celebrity in Japan, and he is the protagonist of this game. Well, Kimura also has a pretty major talent agency, and as it turns out, Sega is having issues with this talent agency to put the game on PC. Both of the games are not on PC, they're only on console, and for some reason the talent agency has like this dislike of PC, and are just very traditional about internet-based appearances of their talent. Like, they are the managers for a lot of boy bands, and 
In the past, they haven't let those boy bands have their photos be published online. They don't let them use social media, which gives them a lot of power over the likenesses of their artists, right? So anyway, the Japanese outlet says, hey, Sega sees PC as vital for their business, and if they can't put it there, then it might not be profitable for them. The actor himself really likes being a a part of the game and very much wants the series to continue. But if the management says no, then it might be the end of the road for this game. Anyway, I just thought the relationship dynamics there were super interesting, not something we really see all that often in the gaming industry. And hopefully they're able to come to some kind of resolution. My friends, that is all the news I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, there's another story I want to talk about here on the After Show. It's Hideo Kojima. So you might remember, duh, I forgot the name of the game. Death Stranding, of course, is Kojima's latest title, starring Norman Reedus. And they recently announced for the game Death Stranding Director's Cut. It was going to add some new content. It optimized it for the PlayStation 5. And when that came out, a lot of people were like, huh, that's some strange wording. Wasn't the whole game Kojima's vision? I don't think he was really... You know, I, I think the, the game is the, already the director's cut. Because, you know, traditionally with director's cut, you, when you hear that, you think, in, in film at least, it's when a director is forced to cut something out that they don't want to cut out or they weren't allowed to include. And then later on, they're like, hey, I'm going to release this movie again, but with my original vision, not the production company. We saw that most recently with Zack Snyder's director's cut of Justice League. So anyway, there was some head scratching there, but the world kind of moved on. And then Kojima actually came out uh, on Twitter and he was basically like, yeah, I don't like this. He, he just straight up went on Twitter and said, hey, in a movie, you cut things out because the studio said to or because the movie's got getting too long. And he says, in this game, it's not what was cut out, but what was actually put in. So in my opinion, I don't like to call this director's cut. So obviously this was a top-down marketing decision. And the video game industry has not been consistent on this by any means. We have games being called Game of the Year Edition despite not winning any Game of the Year awards. We have Definitive Edition, Remastered, Remake. Whatever they think is going to sell more is really what we're going to get, I think. But anyway, I just thought, you know, how many times do you see the actual director of a game come out and be like, hey, yeah, this upcoming thing that I have coming out, I I don't like the name of it. But he's Kojima, you know, he he can do what he wants. He brings in money for these studios, so it's not like they're going to cut him off or anything. Well, he is, uh, apparently his next game is with Xbox, so maybe he just doesn't care anymore about what Sony thinks. Who knows? Anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. I still haven't played or thought about playing Death Stranding. I guess that is another PlayStation exclusive that I should have had on my list. But from everything I've seen, it's not really the same. Like, I've watched, I've actually watched a lot of gameplay of Death Stranding. It is entertaining confusing, but also, like, probably not my type of game. I'm glad that it exists in the industry, and I'm glad people enjoyed it, but I think uh, it would not hold my attention as long as I would want it to. I have played Kojima's next most newest game. There was probably an easier way of saying that. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I got it in a Humble Bundle at some point, like many, many years ago. Five years ago? It was right when I had built my PC for the first time. I had a brand new monitor, And I was like, ooh, I'm going to try out my, you know, new computer with this awesome new game. And you know what? I had a great time with it, actually. I thought the game looked beautiful. 
And it was a lot of fun. When they drop you on a map and they're like, go do whatever you want, and you just go do it, like, there was something very freeing about that. I eventually did get bored and I just, like, went straight for the objectives. But the fact that, you know, they had a mission on a map that was super wide open to do whatever you wanted, it was a very fun time. And what's funny is that I never actually beat that game. I know that in the middle, there's like a big story event that happens that totally changes it up. And I never got to that point, which is sad. I, I, I think I would like to experience that at some point. But for now, the game is preserved as whatever the first half of it is. Anyway, that's, uh, that's time. But I look forward to what Kojima is going to do next. Till next time. Farewell.